This is not for the weak. Only a select few can excel at this. But the thing you have to be certain of is you are abandoning self. Enter the union knowing that it's a team now. You're not Kobe shooting 81 shots. Not in an effective unit, union, in my opinion. Sometimes you're going to have to be John Stockton. This is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. <laughs> Walker! We finna cook! Walker, can you come to our game? Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old. Welcome, guys. Thank you for tuning in to our latest and greatest. As of course, I'm here. Gat's here. Black's here. Everybody's here. Gentlemen, Gat, how are you? Man, you know, I'm in a good space. I had a, uh, had a unusually productive Friday. Uh, second second Friday in a row, actually. So don't ask me about the, the rest of the work week. It's not important. But um, no, I think things are going well. Uh, nothing really notable to share. Okay. Um, so this is odd for me. I, I usually let my emotions flow at this part of the podcast, but I really have nothing. Like I told y'all pre-pod, I was really like tense and thinking, come on, give me something. And I had nothing. So, Well, that happens. <clears throat> That's kind of how I am. I mean, I don't really have a lot. So I want to ask you, are you okay? No. <laughs> I that need, I need that is the problem. Yes, I, I need something. Well, what what are you what are your weekend plans? What are, what are y'all? So, hey, this you're so good at what you do. Uh, we are kid free. Hey, yeah, yeah, they're with the in laws. Yeah, they're with the in laws. When did they? When I did think they get that's there? One of these. Excuse me. When did they? Uh, when did they get to the in laws today? Uh, yesterday. You took them up. Yep. Wow. There How are, long uh, of a drive is that one way? Two hours. That was worth it, huh? That was just—I mean, <laughs> did both of y'all go? Or did you? Did you? I just do. I took them. I got off work a little early. We going. I was like car number two in the carpool line. <laughs> but but and I, I say I say that I say that um, the kids love going, and so you much, love them going. Yeah, so much so that we can't tell them ahead of time because they get so excited. So I told them. You the can't way. tell them ahead of what happens. Because like, they'll, they'll they'll start saying, "Are we going today? Are we going today? Oh, they just, Are they we just, there they yet?" Just bug you. That right. Bug, right. Gotcha. They, they went on Thursday. If we told them Monday, they'd be asking us that every day leading up to Thursday. So mm. we're just like, I told them on, they must spoil them like oh, terribly. Goodness. And I, I don't even mind that as much as I used to. There's hmm. there's some deprogramming that takes place when they get back, but it's it's definitely worth the time that I have. Which is why they hate it when y'all show up. Yes, Got dude. It. Can I tell you this? Sure. So uh, I usually have a hard time asking my sons to, you know, get out of the their car seats when we park and go somewhere. I'm usually like the one like, come on, let's go. Dude, once they saw them, it was like, uh-uh, we out of here. Like, <laughs> can we bounce? Can we bounce now? Yeah, they, they spoil them a lot. Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, whatever. 
Um, so what what are the plans? Um, nothing. Nothing. We're lame, dude. Nothing. You want me? You want me to tell you about last night, Walker? It's PG Black. Relax. He doesn't. Well, know. I was gonna ask is like he only you, knows one gear. So, <laughs> do you think like YG will come back with Xbox One if he talks to his grandparents the right way? More than likely, I don't care about that. I could, all I could. You focus, don't care this week about it. Okay. Right, right now, I don't care about it. Right now, my focus is enjoying this time with my beautiful bride. Okay. Y'all gonna watch movies? Yeah, we got some movies. Play Uno. Dude, the joint, um, One Night in Miami. Uh, Amazon Prime, The Chronicles. It, it's actually fictional. I didn't realize it was fictional. Okay, so. I thought okay. it was a real deal. Uh, yeah, but I thought it they all met up. Yeah, I thought it chronicles uh, Ali, uh, Jim Brown. Who else, Black? He's gonna get my facts. I, I think Malcolm about, X is I one. forgot about that. Are yeah. you Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, our first movie lineup is that tonight, which I'm gonna fall asleep on, and that's fine. Um, but you know, there's nothing to do tomorrow morning, so we'll probably get up and finish the movie. My wife's probably gonna finish it, but um, real excited to see that. There's another, there's some other movie she picked out that she's excited about watching tomorrow. So um, no, nah, we're we're gonna do like automatic seafood is our thing when the kids aren't here. So we're gonna do some automatic and just hang out, you know. So good, yeah, good. no big plans. Uh, but yeah, yeah, last night. So <laughs> I get back to the house about six thirty. Right after dropping them off, and uh, I get there, my wife's there, and Walker. I gaze into her beautiful brown eyes. You want to know what I say? What's that? You ready to go to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Walker, listen to me, man. Your boy hit the sheets at seven fifty nine. It was out. Seven fifty nine. Seven fifty nine. Walker, and it was beautiful. I'm bragging about it. Was it like your COVID sleep? Dude, it was it was a sleep that wait. What what was the COVID sleep? I lost sight lost sight of that. When you're trying to make it upstairs. Oh yeah. When you just yeah, yeah, dude. God. People say what they want. Like I don't I don't care. I'm I'm I actually wear this with pride. But one of the biggest things I look forward to when the kids are not here is getting more than enough sleep. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Oh my god. And I brag about it. But dude, it's it's that it's that deep sleep that when you wake up. And I woke up, went to the gym this morning, but when I woke up, I was like, "Man, what are we about to do? Like, let's get back, let's go back to bed, let's get them two extra hours in." Mm. You know. So anyway, let me ask you a question. No baths, no. Uh, Daddy, can you get me some goldfish? No, get your get your grandparents to get them for you. Question. So. What's your go-to when you're trying to get some from the wife? What's your go-to move? This is good. How 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 descriptive can I be? Because my wife doesn't listen. Um, I mean, what what do you do to get wifey in the mood? How do you set the mood? Chick Fil A. Panty dropper, huh? <laughs> My wife is heavy on the acts of service as a uh, love language, so uh, I'm gonna find some. I'm gonna find something around the house that needs to be done that she doesn't necessarily have to ask me to do. She'd be like, "Ooh, them dishes." No, because she she normally. Well, I guess I could do this because she normally does the dishes because I cook. But stuff like 
maybe starting to reorganize a closet or something or getting all my J's off the floor in the closet. You know, so stuff cleaning like the bedroom or straightening up the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, I just thought about this. My wife normally makes up the bed, but if I can get to that before she can. Oh, yeah, it's going down. Just a matter of when she'd be like, "Ooh, you put you organize the pillows. Do you have a lot of pillows? Oh, my goodness. Do, you do, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we have a ton. I, I was just I, I was feeling kind of what excluded for a second no okay. no no yeah. no no so more, more than or- we need more of them spend more time on the floor than they do the bed yeah yeah i can relate to that i don't know why you would take that decorative pillow put it on the floor then put it back on the bed anyway go ahead the mysteries of whatever domestication whatever um domestication <laughs> so good for you yeah in other words yeah. good for you man yeah. okay what that's, that's it. That's like, it. Like they're. I mean, they they get they get two days out for MLK. So we'll go up sometime on Monday to get them. I don't know when. What the the beauty is like here lately, we've never been in a rush to go back and get them. Gotcha. But you know, at some point, responsibility is going to click in, and we're going to be like, okay, well, we got to get them at a reasonable time, reasonable enough time to where they can get back, get in bed, and be ready for the school the next day. Gotcha. But it's usually a struggle. But okay, you know, I may go to Costco this weekend. Get a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. Walk on the wild side of it. <laughs> Lose track of time. <laughs> okay, well, good for you. Enough about me, my Borg life walker. <laughs> Do you? Can I ask you the same question? Sure. Okay. Um. Usually. Because we tend to fall asleep on the couch yeah. a lot, I usually avoid. Um, I avoid like a movie or something like that. Okay. Usually, you know, make sure that a lot of the tasks and stuff, like the acts of service, I think that's a key because you know, for a lot of women, like the house being clean and put a, like that's important for them. Right. And uh, yeah, man, we. Um, Got some candles. I light them up. Hey, Walker, I see you, bro. And she knows. She just so, knows. She, she knows, knows when you light the candle. <laughs> that could only be one thing. So, so what's her scent? Ooh. What's her scent? Yeah. Um, she's not picky. Okay. It's usually candles we we get together. So it's not like it's not Walker like I got setting the mood, bro. You guys too. You guys too, but I guess you know. You know, no, no, I'm I'm storing I'm, that one. Get your, yeah, you can get that. I'm gonna get some candles away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do that. Burn the bedroom. <laughs> Pillows. <laughs> Just no, some, I respect and, that, man. Yeah, man. Because you you made me think, man. Like, I I don't know. I I'm thinking like. Early set, early set on marriage, right? Mm-hmm. It, I, I was putting a lot more effort and work in, but you know, as, as sad as it is to admit, once kids, you know, maturing kids enter the equation, it, it, it becomes like a just okay. gotta get it when you can we get, get it. it. <laughs> get it when you can get it. We gonna get it or not? <laughs> so your your candles, you start off with candles, but they end up being That's like glade plugins. Well, yeah, because candle candles. <laughs> 
<laughs> candles on a normal night may be a little too much. By the time I light the candle, she may be snoring. You know what I'm saying? No, you gotta be. The, you gotta. You gotta. No, she has to walk in two candles. Oh, so I got a pre. Okay. Okay. You got a pregame. Okay. Pregame it. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, Walker. Yeah, man. All right. I'm gonna tune in next week for another tip. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, are you familiar with a guy by the name of Alpha Male Strategies? No. Okay. Not before that text you sent me. <laughs> Why you say it like that? It's because I haven't heard of it. <laughs> no. I said it with a with a touch of snark. maybe. Listen, I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here because I like he makes me feel like I'm tripping. Did you? What did you? What did you hear? What did you see? Yeah, he's trying to gaslight you, man. Okay. I said it like that. Yeah. I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna hear it when in post production. But okay, it's My more so. It's man. more so. It's more. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. But you, I was like, is that okay? Is everything all right over there? No. Okay. All right. Like like realization right now. Like why would you ever ask me that? I could see how I could ask you that or I could respond Answer. that way. No. Cuz that seems like something somebody cool would would look at. I love it. Like this self-deprecation. It's not No, 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 no. This is not self-deprecation. It is not a de- deprecating thing to say that you're not cool. You say it a lot. It's, you well, lean it into it. True. You lean. Not that's not what that's not how that works. Okay, Walker. Well, let me go ahead. And, and, and I'm 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 hijacking. I say it a lot. It must be true, Walker. Okay, okay. Be real with me, real quick. Look at me. Okay. Am I cool? Ah. <laughs> uh? Define cool. <laughs> no, no. Never mind. Thank you. Never man. mind. <laughs> like am i cool and then just dork out like that's not again that's not how that works okay <laughs> okay <laughs> fine fine are you you're not familiar with alpha male strategies no, i'm not so i mentioned a podcast called the roommates podcast a few weeks back and no no um i mentioned the roommates podcast uh, this guy was on there, and of course he talks. I mean, alpha male strategy. So he talks about, I guess, being like a high value male or whatever. And he had some comments. I was like, "This is going to be good for me, you, and Black, right?" Who cares about Black? So with that, we're going to run this. <laughs> Just want to get your thoughts on. I'm going to stop it at a certain time. It may run a little long. Oh, by the way, the views and expressions. On this video, do not reflect the values of the Tipping Point podcast. So you may hear profanity on this. No, you will hear profanity, all right? But that's just a part of the video. So if you have kids in the room, please remove them. You've been warned. And with that, I'm gonna play the video or the audio. I think with the way the laws are set up today, it's just not favorable for men. Mm-hmm. I would be a fool to get married. And then guys say, well, you got a prenup. Well, now I got to sit up and try to convince the judge that she didn't sign under distress. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just not worth it to me. Oprah is never getting married. Mm-hmm. These women understand that uh, I can't, it's, it's some other ones too. I just get that thing off the top of my head, but it's been some other real rich women that they are smart enough. They're not ever getting married. And so with the way laws are now, 
I just think it has nothing to do with being with one woman or nothing like this. I understand most of my audience, and I point this out, is a purple pill guys, and that's guys who no understand female nature, but they're willing to get into a relationship anyway. And they ask me about marriage, and I just say with me, it's just not worth the chance. And and the thing is, as you guys are on your purpose, you don't know what this thing gonna be. So you might say, okay, we can get married. She's a school teacher, and, and so our incomes are equal, but you're on your purpose. Who's to say what this podcast is worth to Spotify or Title or whoever, you know, 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. And you didn't foresee that. Yeah. You know, and that's the issue what guys got to understand is that if you're on your purpose and you plan on starting your business, who knows what Alpha Male Strategies is 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. I might be, be a billionaire or somebody might say, well, hey, won't you do Showtime at the Apollo, which leads to movies? You never know. So guys think like, well, I'm not, I don't do nothing. I'm more, I make 30 grand a year. What's the big deal? Yeah, if you're on your purpose, you never know what five or 10 years from now going to be. Jeff Bezos didn't know he was going to become the richest man in the world. Yeah. You just don't know. And so in my issue for the man, it's not good. I understand it. From the female side, I, I told I tell guys this all the time. I understand from the female side, and I simply mean this: if you're a 21 year old woman and you go and get with a, a 21 year old man, and you give him 20 years of your best li of your life, right? And now you're 41, mm -hmm. right? And now you're on the downside, but now he's just reaching his peak yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's reached his financial, you know, top. Mm -hmm. And now he decides, you know what, that, that 20 year old waitress <laughs> at the job or uh, by the job is, you know, she's been giving me some choosing signals. Yeah. And then I'm looking at her. All right. So that went a little, went a little long, but I want you to get the gist. Is that the end of the clip or you got No, something? it's much longer. Do you want to hear more? No. <laughs> Evans, no. Okay. So here's, so here's something I noticed. When he hears something like he throws literally the baby out with the bathwater, right? So he hears some things he don't like. He's like, trash it all. So clearly you're triggered by that. <laughs> so let's go to your thoughts immediately. Can I set it up a little bit? Okay. So his premise, his basically his premise deals a lot with the fact that, and I've seen him do other videos right just to kind of get his full perspective he goes harder on other videos okay um his thing is that he looks at for him marriage and divorce are two sides of the same coin so from a legality standpoint it's not to the man's advantage to get married because of what he ends ends up having to pay out in the long run. Now there's a lot of assumptions being made there in that the male is the breadwinner, right? Um, and if you're a guy who built something, then you're at risk for losing a significant chunk of it in divorce. He also has a way, like he feels that guys who are alpha male, you can be beta, you become beta as a, as a, as a married man. Right. So in that, those are some of his arguments as to why he doesn't really see marriage as an option for him. And he, he has perspectives of men who get married. Want to know your thoughts. First thought. I'm not sure how anyone goes from Showtime at the Apollo to being in movies, but that's just me. Um, second thought. <laughs> you got the gist of what he was saying, though, right? <laughs> Second thought, I feel like this man 
is beginning with the unfortunate end in mind. Okay. Uh, and I feel like I feel like with marriage, that is not the best approach. Right. Uh, the marriage is marriage to me sacrificial. Okay. It, it's it's I think it's based on that. It took it took me a while to learn that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like it didn't, but it is giving of oneself for the greater good of the union. Okay. Right? And sure. I'm just I'm just paraphrasing in my thing. I agree. So when I think of that and I hear what he says, it's hard for me to validate anything because our viewpoints and ideologies of a marital covenant are different obviously mine are more rooted in in my faith of course so it's going to change the way i see things sure um i didn't hear any mention of faith in his comments so it's a challenge for me to remove that that you know faith-based thought or faith driven mentality towards marriage to understand his viewpoint but i'm trying okay right he had some valid points. I will say that. Which to you was? One of them was towards the end. Yeah, we are we are men. We we are driven by the physical. <laughs> we have to, you know, speaking on behalf of straight men, straight men want to see something visually appealing to them. That may I change. Think gay men like that too. In Just a saying. woman. Oh, okay. You you okay, sorry. You, you got there finally. Go ahead. Who's Mike? Is uh, but I'm just like, you just singled out straight men like we the only Sorry. visual. Sorry. So, okay, go ahead. So I, I get it as, as using his example, being in a married union for 20 some odd years. Yeah. The 20 year old waitress is going to be looking appealing. Assuming you got married at 21. Right. right. What what did he what was his, was his term for what the waitress was giving him hypothetically signals signals yeah. okay yeah. It, it was a certain something term. like choosy or something like that yeah choosing signals I like that okay so whether you view marriage and you know with a faith based thought or more secular or selfish thought it's not going to remove the fact that as men we're driven by physically appealing things okay. right so I kind of agree with him there because. Hate to say it, but divorces happen every day. Okay, right. Um, but going back to me, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to look at marriage in a discouraging way. I'm extremely biased here. I'll say that. But the dropping from the alpha male to the beta male, right? Is that that was kind of his? I don't know. Maybe I've just aged to the point to where that doesn't mean as much to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Don't So so why should what if what would be what would be your advice to a young guy as to why he would be like how would you sell marriage to him? Oh my goodness, Walker, this is rough. That's exactly how it how it opened. Are you proving this guy man well, right? No, I I'd, I'd, I'd be honest <laughs> with him and, and I would tell him um I would tell him I would say, "Look, this is not for the weak. Only a select few can excel at this." But the thing you have to be certain of is you are abandoning self. Percentage of self. 
not all of you, because you still need to your your identity still needs to be present in the marriage. Yeah. The, the the woman across from you, excuse me, the person across from you um, has got to be attracted to you for something. Hopefully, a lot of that is who you are being who you are, right? Sure. So don't lose total sight of self, but enter the union knowing that it's a team now. You're not Kobe shooting 81 shots. Not in an effective unit union, in my opinion. Okay. Sometimes you're going to have to be John Stockton. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Was yeah. that analogy good? Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Assuming he knows who John Stockton is. He, if he's talking you, to me, he's going to know. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely going to catch him up. <laughs> I, I figured you like No, that. that's a good point, Walker, because you said a younger guy, right? You yeah. may not know who Johnny Stock is. You may not. You may not. Who's an assist guy? I don't even watch. Chris Paul? Who's that? <laughs> so so you dis so do you disagree with with his his sentiment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think is a single guy black? It's kind of tough now because I would probably say in the past five years, I know three guys that were in long marriages that are no longer married mm-hmm. and they don't want to get married again. And when they look at me being single, they say, I made the right choice. Mm. So, I mean... What does that say to you? Like when you see married men almost validate <laughs> your 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 relationship status? Formerly married men. Formerly married men. Well, I understand where they're coming from, but it doesn't discourage me because it's kind of up to me and my partner, whoever I choose, mm-hmm. for me and her to make it work. Right. And I guess with them, it seemed like, and I could be wrong, but when they went into marriage 20 years ago, they were different people. And they didn't plan for each one of them evolving over the marriage. Uh. And through the evolution, there's going to be changes, but y'all need to like adjust to the evolution. And I think in their cases, they didn't, they didn't just to the evolution that was their marriage like right. they didn't grow along with the marriage they didn't grow together they just grew yeah gotcha yeah no i i think i would tell i would tell any young guy that marriage is dope it really is it's dope and i think i think like i understand the the argument he's making especially if you are a man who has attained he's built something right because it's it's different to me when it's different to me when you have a man who actually builds something with his partner, right? It hits a little different as opposed to meeting someone after you've built it. You don't know if they're really there for you or the thing that you've built, right? Or the lifestyle that that thing can afford them, right? And so I I, I understand that, but to your point, you said that you're looking at it like you you, you're looking at it as if it's going to die and i would love to ask that brother like what are some successful relationships you've seen what are some successful marriages that you've you've witnessed do you know people personally 
who are happily married, right? Um, or or have you just seen failure? Have you seen dysfunction? Like they may be together, but it's dysfunctional, right? Like they may be in separate rooms, or he's cheating, or whatever the case may be. Like what what are you what are what is framing your mind to see marriage in such a negative light for men? What are the men like? Because that's his that's his vantage point. He thinks from a woman's standpoint, it's great because she has everything to, to gain. He has everything to lose. All things being equal, the man being the breadwinner and the whole nine, right? And so, I think I think when you talk about marriage, like I I think it's important to back up before marriage and really talk the whole courtship phase, right? Because a lot of these things you can almost head off if you're paying attention. Like now I know I have dated principles. <laughs> I have a dated approach to some when it comes to dating, but I'm all about taking things slow. I know for me in my dating experience, dude, like when the physical was introduced, it became a distraction. Mm. And I've seen it in me. I've seen it in other people. Like you will, you will let red flags you know in your relationship like you just ignore them as long as it's fun and exciting and that whole nine you right. know what i mean yeah. but when you're intentional about getting to know the person and dating and taking your time to t to determine if this person is really suitable for you um i think that i think that you're able to see more clear clearly you know what i mean yeah you're a lot more sober in the relationship now like you, you, you want to see how this person is when they don't get their way. Mm. You want to see how this person is. How, how, okay, one thing: if you're if you're dating a female, how does she treat people that she falls out with? How does she treat people who you know what I mean? Like, how does she carry herself? Is she is she malicious? Is she spiteful? Like that? Like these are things. And um, um, if she if she's putting it on you in a relationship you may tend to overlook that you're not even thinking about that right right but if you're if you're really spending time to get to know the person you'll know okay this may not be the right person for me and oftentimes we only focus on maybe one or two three characteristics is she fine is she cool you know the whole is she clean <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah if, if those things check out we'll work on everything else later but right. i think when you take your time and oftentimes for, for a lot of people, if they be honest, a lot of people didn't do their homework before getting married. Right. And so to your point, you start growing with someone and you're finding out a lot of red flags in marriage mm -hmm. or you disengage in the marriage. You know what I mean? You just start focusing on other stuff and not making that person a problem, not keeping them as a priority in your marriage. Right. And you grow apart. Right. But if you keep that person a priority in your marriage, you, you're not going to grow apart because you're constantly working on the things. OK, we're talking all the time. OK, I'm changing. I feel like, OK, we can talk about that. You're different now. Right. right? We yeah. can talk about like you don't have to be a blind. You being blindsided. What's up? So what advice would you give that young guy about finance? Because a lot of reasons. Well, one of the main reasons people get divorced is because of money. Mm -hmm. I think the the clip you played was probably based in money. So money. So how yeah. would you like advise a young gentleman trying to get married about like how to address finances with his partner? Why didn't you ask me? 
Walker. <laughs> um, I don't think people get divorced. In my personal opinion, I don't think people get divorced because of money. Huh? No. I think people get divorced because they don't communicate about money. <laughs> it's a communication thing. You can talk your way out of anything. True. That's like that's the way I, I lead by communication. You can. There's nothing you can't talk your way out of. It, and what I mean by that, not slick talk and finesse your way. I mean communicate, pointed conversation, and get to and get desire. to the root of the issue. You may not agree. But y'all, there's a respect level there, and y'all can at least come out with some type of a compromise to where there's a plan of action moving forward to address the problem. Right. Right? Yeah. There's nothing you can't communicate. Like, that has to be communicated. And I think what I encourage a lot of people dating is you need to get counseling before you ever buy a ring. A lot of times people get counseling after. It's, it's on social media. It's, it's too late. It's on social media. You know, everybody know about it. Everyone's congrat. Everybody asking you to date. No, before you even like, you need to you need to go sit down in front of someone who's going to ask you pointed questions and get y'all to talking. There's also a book. I think it's called 100 Questions You Should Ask Before You yeah, Marry." We got that. And I think I think that's a that's will be a fun date between you and whoever you're involved with. That y'all just y'all y'all get. Y'all get some, you know, DoorDash, someone to deliver some food. Y'all chill at the house and then y'all just ask questions mm. and have conversation. Right. And what what you should hopefully do is like find out this person's background. This is something we talked about. What's that person's relationship with money? What is your relationship with money? Like did 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 the did okay, as a guy, did you grow up in a family that y'all had to you know, y'all didn't have a lot, so you may have a different relationship with money. Whereas the person you're involved with they grew up, they never really lacked for anything. So they, they're not as frugal. <laughs> they may be, they may save money, but they're not as frugal and all about budgeting as you may. It's just a whole clashing. Of, so how do we bring that together? How does that work? How does, how do we work through that? Like these are things you should be working through when you're dating. But again, if she putting it on me at night, I'm just like, man, this as, is as a man, that's you you, you disengage. <laughs> right, like right. what are we work on trying to work on her in this bedroom, right? right. So yeah, not worry about her credit score. You know what I mean? Like you you're not you're not pay, you're not paying attention. You know what I mean? You she putting you to sleep, literally. <laughs> and figuratively. You know what I mean? So like I, I just feel like we have to focus on what's real like those are things because here's here's my here's my thing about sex in a relationship. Versus sex and like in in a marriage, you can attest to this. You spend a lot more time outside of the bed than you ever do in the bed. Preach, right? Yeah. So we got to figure out how we're going to exist outside of the bed. Right. 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 It's all great when we in the bed, but outside of the bed, like how? Who are you? Who right. are we? Like what? Sex doesn't cure everything. Doesn't cure it. It's no. important. Yeah, it's important. Very much so. But my goodness, like we got to go to work. We got we got bills to pay. We got things to do. We got lives to build and live. So what does what does that look like? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I just think your your dating part you you should be working on how to talk to each other. You should be working on how to resolve issues. So that'll be the thing to the guys. Like you have to learn how to communicate. If you really like this girl. Can you talk to her? Can mm -hmm. does she talk to you? Can she talk to you? Does she talk to you right? Do y'all respect each other? 
Do you value her opinion? Does she value yours? Can y'all can y'all compromise on things or is it always some one person has to get their way all the time? Like this, th these are things I would tell the guy, like, because you're going to need that in a marriage. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Do you believe in a prenup? Oof. I do not. But okay. I'll, be, I'll be I'll be vulnerable and open here. This was a moment of contention with my wife and I. Really? Yeah. As as, as uh Y'all know, and a lot of our listeners know, my wife is a very successful medical professional, right? Um, so that there was a there was assumption and the notion that at some point she was going to be a high earning individual. Okay. So talk of the prenup had to happen, and it was difficult for us. Who brought it up? She did. Oh, of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> right. I, I, I was wondering, like, when her parents had brought it up on her behalf uh, or something like that. I mean, her parents could have been an influence. I don't know. But I know the conversation started from her. So we, to, to Walker's point, we just kind of put it on the table and we just kind of picked it apart. Well, what does this look like? What does that look like? What does this look like? And and I hate to, I hate to sound like uh, your choir behind you, but once you go through something extensive as that and something as important as a prenup, you can get an idea of the motives of the other person. And right. So I, I'm right, assuming that right. my wife thought that I had positive and healthy motives. It wasn't just marrying her to get, you know, get an easy paycheck or whatever. Right. So I think it made my wife, uh, made my wife's decision or excuse me, our decision <laughs> to, you not, had it right the first time, right. Mm -hmm. To not engage in that pretty easy after having that really tough conversation. Gotcha. So, yeah. What about you, Black? I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about prenup versus no prenup. Gotcha. It uh, it just depends on who I choose and what we decide. It it I can make that decision so we have a discussion, but I'm not against it. Gotcha. Um, I think it depends. It depends on, like in my in my world, no. I'm not getting a prenup. But if I was worth millions, I'm probably getting a prenup. Lean into this, Walker. Now, a prenup addresses what? The worst case scenario, which is the divorce. In a divorce, there's going to be loss. Loss of the relationship, loss of whatever, right? But if I'm worth something, I'm going to lose a lot more. Financially especially depending on depending on how much I'm worth, how much I'm paying out. Okay? And I'm looking at it of course currently we don't have kids. So that would even change. You can even go and oftentimes we think of a prenup as being a one-sided thing. I'm not necessarily saying it has to be one-sided. I'm saying we sit down and we negotiate what's fair, what's what's again, this is someone if I'm thinking if we if we were to get a divorce, I would still care about her and want her to be okay. So I would make sure she's well taken care of. So it's not like <laughs> you take your stuff and go. I keep everything. But to prevent it from turning into an ugly situation, we have this this document out here that we've agreed to, right? right? Yeah. So you're protecting yourself from from the worst case scenario. You want else? Want you do you want to know what else works like that? What's that? Insurance. No, now, no, now, no. what does insurance do? 
protect you from the worst case scenario. <laughs> Loss. Now, again, what you shaking your head about? Go ahead, shake your head about. Because Walker, the, throw the baby are, out with the bad boy. Yes, Just I'm definitely throw, throwing it out. Throw this it on one. out. Just throw you, on out. You're you're talking about you're talking about a covenant versus a contract. Okay, insurance is a contract. Okay. If you're getting a divorce, the con the the covenant is broken anyway. So what are you talking about? No, 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 no. It's not. So you can have you can be divorced and have a covenant still. You gotta go back, Walker. You know how you just you know how you just said uh, issues in marriage should go back to a conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Wait a minute. I'm saying if you're getting a divorce, if you're getting a divorce, you don't want one. That's not what you're wanting, right? I'm not wishing for it. Right. But I don't want an accident either in my car. I don't want my house to get destroyed by a tornado. I don't want it, but I better have some homeowner's insurance. I better have some car insurance. I'm not going out here. I expect fully when I get in my car to go home unimpeded by another vehicle and end up in an accident. That's not what I want. But best believe. Best believe I got some insurance. Now, what you don't like about that? Because it, 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 it still. What do you when, when you, you say covenant versus contract? What's your point? It's, I feel like with the covenant, I'm putting my all in regardless of what the outcome may be. So you're assuming that if I get a prenup, I'm not all in. That is a very acute assumption. Because there's a prenup. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that. So you're saying that. And, and again, that's fine. Don't get a prenup. But what I'm saying is, is that why? Why do you snarl at that idea? Okay. Can, can we just can we just level this? Can we can we can we deconstruct this and build it back up? Okay. And if, and, it, if and, it makes you feel better. And for, for our non faith based listeners, which we have some. Forgive me. But marriage was created by God. What is the closest thing you can be to God physically? Closest thing you can be to God? Isn't marriage? Let me say marriage is like the closest. I don't know how true that is. But the Bible uses marriage as an analogy with how we're close. Thank you. Forgive me, people. We're going to church. Husbands, love your wives as... Christ loves the church. Asterisk or period? Okay. What if the church doesn't love Christ? This has nothing to do with the prenup, but go ahead. What if the church doesn't love Christ? What if the church doesn't love Christ? Is there a scripture about that? No. You think Jesus was concerned about that? Okay. No. Yeah. If we if if we are to there's no scripture that says don't get a prenup. If we to if we are to approach our wives you're based quoting, on you're this quoting, principle. Okay. There's no asterisk. Okay. I have to once I enter into this union, I have to love you. Okay. I don't love you until she. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I think with that. Wait. I think with that. You are saying, when we get married, I'm giving you everything. 
Okay. In terms of me, in terms of my heart, in terms of my, you know, whatever. Sure. I'm we're, we're, we're forming a union. I don't think you form unions with an insurance uh, policy. Okay. Go ahead. So to me, that's what differentiates the two. Gotcha. Can I, can I, can I, can I, what you got? I was going to say the way I think Walker is sort of looking at it as is that like marriage, there is a risk that your marriage will fail. True. When you say that fact. Okay. So you got two humans involved. Two imperfect humans. So okay. what do you want to do with that risk? Do you want to assume responsibility of that risk and not get a prenup? Or do you want to transfer that risk and get a prenup in case the divorce comes? Because all that is is handling what, how do we deal with each other afterwards? Now, if I care about this person, I'm going to be fair in how we draw it up. I'm going to be fair. It's not you out on the street with nothing. I'm actually going to take care of you. But instead of us having to argue that on the back end, assuming the risk actually is realized, we actually have this document we agreed to that we can lay out. That's all. Now, that does has nothing to do with me loving her. I could get cheated on. I could have something you just don't know. So what I'm saying to you, sir, is just like you have to sign a legal document by the state. Yeah, that's in the Bible, isn't it? I have to sign a legal document by the state. Obey the laws of the land is in the Bible. Sign a legal document by the state. Right? That's a contract, isn't it? There's tax benefits to that, isn't it? Isn't it? It depends. On Isn't you, it? It depends on how your marriage is structured. <laughs> how your marriage is structured? Yeah, dude. I, I haven't seen tax benefits in a long time. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, but do you understand my point? I do, Walker. Okay. One one other thing I realized shortly after my monologue was your example goes based off the fact that we're already agreed that we're going to divorce. Is that correct? Your no. initial example? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, I retract that statement then. Did you see the analogy with the car insurance? Yeah. I don't intend to get an accident. I'm actually trying to avoid accidents. Just like I would try to avoid divorce. But you hear you hear prenup and you think a person has the foot out the door. No. I am handling business. We're dealing and covering all of our bases because ultimately you don't want using this analogy like you're worth millions. You don't want to lose everything that you've built. I don't want it to turn ugly. I don't want it to become this. I don't want to become I don't want to become Dr. Drain's wife. And you don't want to answer the question either. The way you want me to No. the way you want me to. A yes or no. Is that, is that the way you want me board? to the way you want me to, I I I can't desire yes or no out of the out of a question. Ask the question again, so I'm asking it the way you want me to. <laughs> in this case, in this scenario, do you want me to shake my head too when I say it? In this scenario, do you want me to shake my head too when I say it? What? Not. 
I'm just waiting for you. Just like you wait on me, I'm waiting on you okay, right fine. now. Okay. Right. No, okay. <laughs> Using this example sure. of you being worth millions, mm-hmm. the ultimate, or not ultimate, but one of the major factors of the prenup is for you to protect what you have built. Sure. Okay. And take care of her in the process. Okay. You can have both, can't you? I don't know. I haven't seen your prenup. That's a yes or no question. <laughs> You, you duck and then you, you duck and then you just uppercut the guy. It That's seems, a yes or no question. It seems like Ronnie thinks that the prenup is one way. It has to be agreed upon, doesn't it? Well, I can only look at no, it. No, 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 no. It's only one way. And the guy has his foot out the door. He's not loving his wife as Christ loved the church. Well, let me tell you how I took it. Let me tell you how I took it with my Isn't that how you use that script? Isn't that yeah. how you use the scripture? I stand behind that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell, because I can only explain this from my vantage point. Okay. Okay. From my vantage point, obviously, unless unless tipping point takes off, it's going to be very hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. We, no, could. We, we could. We could. We could. It's going to be very hard for me to out earn my wife. Okay. It's going to be very hard. Okay. Unless unless I decide to, uh, you know go to dental school and do all the things that she did then i got a chance okay so i have to think of it from the the prenup conversation with us mm-hmm. is more of the way i took it is a is a perceived lack of trust to this man who she's about to marry mm. okay so that impacts my thoughts a lot i'm gonna be honest with you I'm be honest with you. Your situation is a little different, right? That's why my that's why it's your hard situa- for me to for y'all situ- to understand my point of view. Yeah, but again, I prefaced it by saying I come into this marriage that's already true. established. That's true. That's true. Y'all, we, yeah, I, I she don't was care. Not established when we got you, married. you, you were with her before. Like you were helping her. Like you helped. She was you, shooting in the gym, and I was. Yeah, you was passing the rock. <laughs> you was passing her the rock. Right. Like it's it's different when you build it with somebody, and you said that earlier. It's too. different okay. when you build okay. it with somebody. Yeah. Like the reason why the reason why I was able if if we built it together, you may not have been in the meetings, but you was at home tending to stuff or ha- you was helping me. Right. Whether directly or indirectly, you're helping me. Right. Right. Okay. I'm saying I'm coming into it. And I passed the ball to myself and shot it in the gym. Like it was just me. Right. It was me in the rack. Right. Right. So I'm saying it's a little different. That's true. It's a you, little different there. Maybe that Walker. And if we're starting, if and again, I said this, if we're starting at the same place, we're not talking about a prenup. You did say this. We're not even talking about a prenup. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if I'm coming into it and I don't know you, we didn't grow up together. I don't know you, I don't know your background. We might come. Well, I might slide. We may have to talk prenup right. before there's an engagement. A lot of guys slide the prenup a few months before the wedding. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Talk about that. Talk about yeah. that when you let her know. Hey, I'm expect. Hey, I'm expecting whoever I married to sign a pre. We we got to handle this. And here's why. And here's why. What do you think about it? What do you think about it? Right. And. I plan on taking care of you, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about what, if you feel like she deserves, and again, if you feel like she deserves half, that makes it easy. It's it's really to what y'all decide in that case. 
But I think a guy who is, to his point, you're assuming the risk as a male in a position where you are worth a lot of money. You are assuming a lot of the risk of that from a legality standpoint. And if you don't know the woman like like you're getting to know her, you want to make sure that, hey, if, if worse comes to worse, you're protected in the worst case scenario, just like you would a car accident. I know it's different. I know it's tough. Yeah, but, I just know. I just hate when I when you make a valid point. You I mean, hate it. I mean, but it you make, have a right to what you said, also, you. man. You, you have You don't have to get one. But you don't have to get one. I know. But but, you, but he was able to validate you. some of the some of the issues with my viewpoint. So like, I can't even say anything. But your viewpoints are still valid, also. Y'all both can be right. Yeah. But here's what Ga- here's what Gatry does. True. So here's what Gatry. So here's what here's what Gatry does. He he hears something he don't like, and he's just. He, he just zeroes in on that. No. He throws everything. Go ahead. What? Finish <laughs> just he hate you. I gotta do better with that. You're right. I gotta do better with that. <laughs> I get triggered and I just Woo! yeah. I'm ready to just. No, I love it. It makes for a great podcast. Anyway, um, you got anything else on that, man? No, Walker. Okay. Prayer list. Do you mean to add you to the prayer list or <laughs> what's what's going on? Are you okay? Walker, I don't have anything here. Did you prep this week? Yeah. You did? Should I've I mean, seen I did. Should I have seen some stuff? Dustin Diamond. Known affectionately to those of us who Screech. watch Saved by the Bell as Screech. Don't. Been diagnosed with he think he came out and said that he's been diagnosed with stage four cancer, he said. So our prayers and thoughts are with him for sure, for sure. Um, and you know he's been on the limelight for a minute, of course. So you know you just never know what people are up to, what's going on with them. But um, our sincere thoughts and prayers are with him, for sure. That hurts. Um, Patrick Warren Senior. This actually story was came out today. He he apparently is of Killing, Texas. He's a pastor of some some sort, but he was shot by an officer. Um, is is we've seen this this narrative, this story before, having a um, having a mental health episode. Family calls nine one one to send a, a mental health care professional. They hear that and translate it. Police, police, a policeman shows up, not prepared to handle the situation. Fire shots, several shots into his chest. He dies. Family wants the cop arrested. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing's going to happen. We've seen this narrative. Um, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Patrick Warren Sr. And uh, may you rest in peace. And again, again, when we say we we have to come up with another word for defund the police. It's, it's too, yeah. it's too, what, what was, what we, we got to come up with it. Um, yeah, we got to work yeah. on that. Something, it's something catching. I think defund. When you hear that, it it, it, gives it you equates that, mm. abolish. But it right is equates right. to abolish it's, in a lot of people's It's triggering in terms that you like to use. It's very triggering, but there's more to it. Right. So yeah. right. So that's that's all I had um, for for our prayer list. So shall we get on into the rest of it? Do you had any, did you have anything for Dort? 
I did. What is? What kind of question is that? I just want to. I just want to make sure we understand. You know your your prep level for the podcast today. I just didn't know because you didn't have anything to open with. You didn't have any prep. I just. You know we're already over two on your on your on your end. Well, I'm about to go thirty three percent. Okay. Lead us off. All right. Um, Trump got impeached again. Discuss the trash. Um. Let's let's uh let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. What what are you what are you looking at him for? Because like, I need I need some type of nonverbal voice of reason. Okay. Oh, it's not coming from this side of the table. It never does. Okay. <laughs> never. This. Never, huh? Let, let me tell you something that really gets <laughs> under my skin. Let me tell you something that really gets under my skin. Okay. I, I go on the gram like I do. Probably. There's a lot of things under your skin. Dude, I'm going to be you like. Look, that's why you look so lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be an old grumpy man. I can feel it. You Continue. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I go on the gram and I see a bunch of stories of people celebrating, rejoicing or whatever because the House voted to impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. And I want to just be that really conniving twerp and respond back with fine print and tell me that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's this is the second time he's been impeached by the House. Mm-hmm. But what's the key factor here, Walker? Senate. Senate. But here's the big thing that gets under my skin. Do you think the Senate is going to meet before recording this on a Friday next Wednesday mm-hmm. or the inauguration? No. So I don't understand, A, why the energy to even move to have this on an agenda when you're like at less than a week away. And I don't understand why people don't realize that even with the, even if the House impeaches him, there's still another layer to it. Yeah. Because because the, the, the social feeling is Trump is impeached. Get him out of here. But there's more to the story, right? There are sure. other layers. Sure. And it just it just gets under my skin. Okay. Why does it get under your skin? Because it's like people don't have the information or the knowledge that they need. And I, I'm not robbing anyone of their right to get excited over this news. Sure. I'm just not. Right. Because I know there's more to it. Okay. And it Well, do you is it is it possible to know there's more to it and still and still be happy that he got impeached? Is that possible? That is possible. <sighs> What's happening now? Like what? Come here for a reason. I just want to. I just want to gripe. Okay. I'm, I'm about, my bad. You should have led with that. <laughs> I think uh, one thing, if he was by some miracle impeached in the Senate, also, it would lead to him losing like post presidential benefits, right? And right. I think that's what some people would be looking forward to. And I think they're trying to make it to where he doesn't, he can't run again, which is something that he talked about doing in 2024. Yes. Yes. That's not going to happen. So be looking for him on the ticket. <laughs> um, so here's what I would say to you. Um, are you familiar with uh, Fetty Wap's cousin? Yeah, he has a cousin named Petty Wap. And basically what you're seeing is the house just being petty and having a petty party. All right. Trump became the first president 
in history to get impeached twice within one term. So they're just trying to stick it to him on his way out. For what? Did I just say oh, petty? Right. You just Did you just hear me say petty? Okay. You don't. You, you know what? You just see red and you just tune out everything. What'd you say? See? I knew you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If this is a petty move, fine. Do it with my tax dollars. Let me ask you. Let me ask. Well, worst has been done. So nice. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So the reason why I said discuss is because I wanted to get here and I felt like this would fit perfectly up under this. I feel like the real conversation here is the fact that Twitter permanently suspended him. Okay, we can talk about this, Walker. YouTube is banning uploads to his channel for at least seven days. And I think Facebook and IG, I think he's, I don't know, is it permanently? Can you look that up, Black? I know he's, I know he's suspended. Um, I don't know if it says permanently for Facebook and IG probably is but i want to confirm that um that led to a conversation about about censorship right and uh one of the people who caught a lot of heat from it was carrie hilson because she posted something on her ig about it and she caught a lot of flack for it but she her point she was mentioning is if these platforms are starting to censor him how long will it be before they start censoring people who really have something important to say, but get censored because it's an unpopular opinion? So, which it's a valid it's a valid point to make, but I just want to know what your thoughts was. Uh, Walker, I I'm gonna sum this up very quickly because I think one of your home homies. <laughs> Gonna What's be an that? old, gonna be a grumpy old man, right? Sorry, I'm surprised you didn't say posse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for that. I'm sorry. I feel bad for that because I didn't mean it the way it came out. <laughs> but a, a friend of yours, <laughs> most old white males don't. <laughs> you sound like you sound like an old white male trying to relate. To a black guy, <laughs> your, I, your homies, <laughs> in a condescending way too. I, I, you, you, can't. y'all are making me so so aware of how I how I uh, present things. You know how you are. A friend of yours, <laughs> <laughs> who you happen to be on the show with. Yeah. Um, give me his name, Mike. Yes, Mike G. Mike G. He he. I didn't know you were friends with him. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Walker, I take friendship level to it, dude. <laughs> like, I'm stalking you and your <laughs> <laughs> creep god over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually sent me a request uh, oh, a while cool. back. Yeah, cool. Um, but anyway, he and I'm going to paraphrase, but his point that he made on social media recently was: once you create that. Insert account here. You agree to the terms and conditions. Okay. That's not robbing you of, of feeling like, or not, that's not robbing you of saying what you want to say. But at the end of the day, you're at the mercy of the terms and conditions that they present. And as you know, Walker, because I'm sure your inbox looks similar to mine, companies in general modify their terms and conditions on a weekly basis. 
And they're nice enough to send you an email to say, hey, we've updated our terms of service. You've already agreed before, but we're letting you know it changed. And what do you do when you get that email, Walker? Okay. You trash it. Mm -hmm. We don't read it. Okay. Right. My whole point is Carrie Hilson, I think, has some validity in what she said. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're at the mercy of whichever medium you choose to subscribe to. Okay. Are there other ways to get your voices off? Absolutely. Just not that one. Okay. So I see where she's coming from, but you're either going to have to start your own platform or you're going to have to do what they say. Well, I don't have much to add to that. Do we agree on something for once? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't think freedom of speech, freedom of speech is just that. You're free to say it. Right. But it doesn't protect you from the consequences of saying it. Right. And if you say it on someone else's platform, they own it. They make the rules. They determine how to handle you if it doesn't agree or jive with what they want on their platform. Right. And but it's it's also very intriguing because, you know, we people question the timing of it. Right. Like, why do they wait now? It was it like every platform wants a Donald Trump. Right, it's good for business. Right, it's good. So it's like, wow, how bad did it have to get for you to be like, oh, we gotta cut this guy? But you know, it was fun while it lasted. Insurrection's pretty bad. (laughs) Well, touche. Donald Trump was suspended from Twitter, and he was banned from Facebook and Instagram indefinitely. So he's not indefinitely suspended from Twitter. I thought I heard Twitter. Well, it said banned. So okay, no, I said suspended from Twitter. Okay. But he's banned indefinitely from Facebook and Instagram. So he so can he, he could come back to Twitter. Oh yeah. He could probably come back after the inauguration. But I don't know. That the owner, I guess the uh the owner and president of Twitter, he he kinda uh decides on his own. He kinda like he's kinda like a dictator when it comes to Twitter. He'll decide what he wants. Interesting. I mean that's what it seems that's the impression I get from him. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um no, I actually agree with you, Gat. Uh, you 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 laid it out there. It was really not not that much for me to add. So let's move on. Um, I guess it's my go, right? Yeah. Uh, Biden uh, talks about a new COVID relief plan. Discuss or trash? Discuss. This this is new to me, so I'm I'm here to be enlightened. The American Rescue Plan. You didn't hear about that? Where he wants? Arp? To... Yeah, without the other A. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, you said it. I know. He's planning on sending part of this is, is basically he wants to increase the stimulus pay- payments. You know, people are supposed to be receiving their check of six hundred dollars in the mail. Well, Biden wants to add fourteen hundred more dollars to that in this new in this new uh, to get to the two stacks pretty much that he had talked about previously so he's want to do that he's also want to provide even more aid to those who are experiencing unemployment um rental assistance or people facing evictions he wants to help with that i think this it's like 25 billion in rental assistance for low and moderate income households um 15 increase in like food stamp benefits it goes on and on and on but 
uh, he this is something that he you know he talked heavily about COVID when he ran, and so this is him even before he even sets foot in office already rolling out what he intends to do. So thoughts on it? I hey Joe, cut the check. Um, cut the check next Thursday. Yeah, how how can you not be for this? I agreed. And and let let's be let's be real about it. <laughs> Democrats are in control are going to gain control very soon right mm-hmm. what do democrats do more than anything cut that check okay democrats spend <laughs> okay okay so i mean that that aside like po- political structure aside folks need help dude this is a pandemic I agreed this agreed. is a pandemic cut the check joe agreed agreed um i'm Again, you said it again. Um, I don't like this. I don't you, like this. You don't like what? We're going to lose listeners if we agree on everything. Well, we already agreed earlier, like heavily in the pod. It's okay. We've already just crossed. We we normally disagree later, but we did it on the front end. So relax. So, no, I think it's good. I yeah. think it's good for yeah. America. I, 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 see, I see no problem with this. Um, good for Joe. What else you got? Walker, I got this. I got this article this morning about um, a lawsuit against the NCAA formed by uh, several HBCUs. Uh, do you want me to give you a little headline before you decide if you're going to discuss the trash? Yeah, give me a little bit of the headline. All right. So, in 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 short, so I can make up my mind about it without reading it, like most Americans do. Okay. <laughs> uh, in short. This, this uh, class action suit, which is led by three former HBCU athletes, is challenging the NCAA based on eligibility standards. I guess the crux of this is they feel like HBCUs have a heavier hand by the NCAA in terms of eligibility than uh, PWIs. Yes. Can I say that? I said old white male. So, oh, yes, okay. go ahead. All right. I think, so, yeah. What does that stand for? Predominant, predominantly white institutions. Gotcha. So that's that's your headline. Discuss the trash. Let's let's do it. Let's do it for Black because I'm sure he's really interested in. He's going to get heated if we didn't. Yeah, do I this. think I felt like he was going to really like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, so so Walker, as of as of this recording, the NCAA requires any institution that's affiliated with with it to to attain a fifty percent graduation rate for anyone to be eligible for postseason activity okay okay that is their vanilla postseason activity postseason sporting events so what i was digging for before was does that eligibility requirement change for a regular season i couldn't find that i didn't spend a lot of time but let's just let's just deal with this where you're getting at with that Hmm? What, were you, what were you getting at by looking at that? Well, I just want to know if there's a, if there's a difference. difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like we we want y'all to be we want y'all to have these men or excuse me we want y'all to have these student athletes walking before y'all go out there and play for the national championship. Sure. All right. Um, over the past six years, Walker, HBCUs have accounted for eighty two percent or four of every five teams. That gets sanctioned by the NCAA. They've accounted for eighty-two percent of those. So within this eighty-two percent, this impact, this deeply impacts eligibility requirements. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm setting the stage here. I want to give you want to give you numbers. 
considering those first two numbers I gave you, the basis or the I guess the pursuit of this class action lawsuit is the NCAA is essentially holding down HBCUs for allegedly treating their student athletes more so like students, whether as they alleged in this class action, action lawsuit, PWIs treat their black student athletes as commodities. So this story gets thick, Walker. I, I, I don't have any figures, but we all know that the NCAA made a lot of money on Monday. Sure. We know they made a lot of money. We, all, we also know running up and down that field were a lot of men that looked like us. Mm-hmm. Right? So the, t- the, the pretense here is, or the notion they're trying to get you to realize or think about is, so we're good if we're at the big schools running up and down the field funding your vacation in uh, Nice next summer. <laughs> but if we're the institution, HBCU, and we're trying to bring the best up out of this person and not commoditize them, y'all are slapping our hands for this at alarming rates. This class action lawsuit says, hey, NCAA, this is an issue, and we're calling you out on it. Your thoughts, Walker? I mean, I don't think highly of the NCAA anyway. So, I mean, this doesn't surprise me, doesn't shock me at do, all. Do you see anything factual about these notions expressed? Do I see anything factual? Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's, I mean, it's, it's an allegation, right? Right, right, right. I can't, I can't, I, I can't say that as though I'm seeing it as factual. Do you agree with any of the allegations? Is what I, how I should have phrased okay, that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Forgive me. Um, Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, again, it's the selling point for these kids going to these institutions. That's why it's such a big deal when we see kids commit to an HBCU because now they get to benefit from that like the HBCUs gets that talent like you know what I mean so I, I think it's I understand I understand the the issue and the argument yeah against against your PWIs how they are able like they got graduation rates like yeah I mean it's just like yeah they don't have to worry about that and whatever happened to those kids happened to those kids we make our money out of them and you figure it out after yeah. that make sure y'all bring some more in right Right. So, so Walker, here's the thing, and I and I'll say this. I'll drop this here, and we can move on. As a black male, I oftentimes fantasize about men that look like me flooding the HBCU landscape versus the Power Five landscape. Okay. And I fantasize about what that could look like. Sure. So I I, I look at my ticker on ESPN. And I see TV contracts being renewed for millions of hundreds of millions of dollars. And I think if the talent were elsewhere, insert HBCU landscape here, what does that look like? When I think about this, Walker, it's easy for me to justify the basis of this class action lawsuit, meaning the NCAA may fear that more than they're willing to admit. Mm-hmm. This is just a thought of mine. Well, maybe, because again, uh, from their end, they don't really see how profitable that would be. Right? 
So I, I could tell it. I can totally understand that. Yeah, I can totally understand that. It, it makes me feel uneasy. I don't know where this lawsuit's going to end up, Walker. Mm, probably in a trash can somewhere. More than likely. So anyway, thank you for entertaining me on that. You're welcome. Slightly more passionate about it than I thought I was going to be. You really showed more passion than any other time this podcast, so I'm happy for you. My turn. (laughs) Um, Harden traded to Brooklyn. Discuss the trash. I am glad you brought this, Walker. We're going to talk about this. Black is surprised that I'm so amped up about this as well. Walker, do you... We we all are. Let me me chill. Fill the story, please. And then I'll I'll jump in. I'm learning. And look at him grip that mic. I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Pins and needles. So Harden has been wanting out of Houston for who God knows how long, right? He showed up to training camp, and the memes have been fierce. Um, showed up overweight. Um, I think he was seen. What rapper was he with? Was it Lil Baby? Yeah. Was it Lil Baby or Lil Baby? One of the babies. One of them. Yeah. One of the babies. Um, I'm not. <laughs> he was on an IG. Po- I think he was he was he at a club or something or at a party. He was at a birthday party. A for birthday one of the babies party. And he, I remember he gave baby like a Rolex or something like that. Something like cash. that. He's been chilling. Yeah. Like he's just been like. Did you did you see the thing on Twitter where uh, <laughs> he he made a comment and apparently one of the uh, adult entertainers chimed in and reminded him of the, the the amount of money that she owes him or he owes her no it <laughs> hard acknowledged it like in the twitter feed but i thought it was hilarious but anyway he to your point he's been chilling he has been having a good time <laughs> like, it's, it's little baby little baby it was little baby okay okay, okay. okay. um yeah so this week I, th- I think they played the lakers i think they played the lakers and they lost and Harden, they asked Harden about, you know, he, he basically, this is his first time really speaking publicly, talking about the issues with Houston. Basically, the issues on this team, like we're not a good team. I don't think these issues can be fixed. The whole nine, he gets traded the next day to Brooklyn, right? So, you know, of course, first take and all these other talk shows are just just content, 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 right? Sure. So he is now he is now a net alongside KD and Kyrie Irving. Your thoughts alongside KD. I think I think this was I think this was a master plan crafted by these three men you just named at the end of your statement. I really suspect I'm not going to say foul play, but I'm going to I'm going to say genius level manipulation. Okay. On the hands of the players. I think this was all planned is what I'm getting at. A um, few things to note here, Walker. James Harden. Who did he play for up until last season? Who did he play for? Who's, who's his coach? For majority of his. D'Antoni? D'Antoni. You know where D'Antoni is now? Philly? No. No, no, no. He's, he's, uh, he's oh, he's an he's assistant. right beside Nash. He's an assistant. That's right. right. That's right. I had my suspicions that with Silas taking over the head coaching role, at Houston, Harden was going to be concerned about how it would impact his role. He doesn't have to worry about that with D'Antoni. Yeah, he does. How? You think his role is going to stay the same? I think his role is going to be very similar. That's not Dan- the same. That's not necessarily the same. Continue. Get Go ahead. Semantics out and I'll finish. 
Mercy me. You want to go home? <laughs> you want to go home? Walker, I've been trying to go home since episode 70. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was interesting to know. It okay. is. It is. Now, it is. now my my um my basketball brain looks at Houston and I see it before the trade and I see a James Harden and I see a DeMarcus Cousins and I see a John Wall who's been playing very well in the games he decided to play this season. And decided I, to play? Well, he didn't play last night. Okay. Okay. He's not hurt. He just didn't play. I'm just make, make just trying to understand what you meant by that. Go okay. Ahead. You got uh, what's your boy named Eric Gordon, mm-hmm. and then PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, and you got this rising star Christian. Yeah, Ward yeah, that yeah. That LeBron's yeah. even talking about. Yeah, Duke can ball. Okay, right. so I hear James Harden's comments and thinking we're not going to win. It, it and it, it may just be ear candy. It may just be something to say. He's probably not comfortable enough saying I just don't want to be here. I hate it here for whatever reason. Okay, but I think why can't he just say that? I don't understand why he couldn't just say that. I mean, he's done everything else. You might as well say it at this point. Right. Well, what's worse than what he said? Uh, not much. Really? And, and, unless he knows. He Which was, is basically what he said. He just said it. He just he said it in a different it. way. Right. Right. Um, I like this for the Nets, obviously. Uh, Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie's role is going to be under the microscope if they ever find him. Uh, <laughs> I think he's coming back though. Oh, he got he got fined. He got fined fifty k. I mean, but do you see? Do you see my my notion about this being a tight tight crafted master plan put together by these three men? Yeah, sure, sure. Your so thought? you like it? You like it? Overall, yeah. There, there's a, there's another there's another layer to this. That I don't really want to get into. Like like. I like. Oh, you didn't want to get into it. Never well, mind. You, you took me there. Okay. I like at least feeling like. Your words mean anything. No. Okay. I like feeling like players are taking more control over their careers and it's not so much in the hands of ownership. I like when stuff like this happens. I like it. I just. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, my, my, my concern with the Nets is who's going to be Chris Bosch? Of the three? No, of the two. I don't know. The the, the benefit is And there's your problem. Well And the, there's your well, problem. Well think about it. Think and about there's it. Your problem. Think about it. It's still hardened though. Just think about it. No, no, no. No, no. It's Kyrie actually. <laughs> think about it. My words really have no value. Think about it. Think about it. You did better with Harden. Think about it. Okay. Harden and KD have already played with each other. Harden and KD have more of an idea of basketball philosophy. So you're comparing you're comparing them to when they were in OKC and they just ended up at the finals. And Harden was coming off the bench. They still play together. So Harden's gonna come off the bench. This I'm not saying that they're gonna be structured the same way. I'm saying from a basketball philosophy He's standpoint, a different player, different player. Different player. Yes. Too much time has passed. He's a completely how, different player. How do you see this panning out, Walker? Because that's what you really want to talk about. Uh, I don't see it going. I mean, I think they. I think they're talented enough to get, to get out the East. I just don't think 
I'm not, I'll be surprised if they pull this together. I'll be surprised because you're asking two guys who have never really worked with another star outside of maybe Kyrie, but he played with arguably one of the best players ever to play in LeBron. You're asking two stars to not only work well with each other, but with another star who's arguably the captain or the best one on the team in Durant. With the first year head coach. With the first year head coach. With no coaching experience. Who has no experience working with those massive of an ego that massive of an ego. Nash finna have some gray hairs. He's either gonna win coach of the year or he's gonna get fired. Right. Cause cause with these with these three. These those three divas? You gotta be ECS. And they're petty. Right. But <laughs> but no, I'm talking about from uh, uh expectation level. Sure. Nash has gotta take them ECF at the minimum. Yeah, of course. They're six and six right now. Well, that's not fair. Seven and six. They beat. I think they. They won last. They yeah. won either last night or the night before last. Seven and six. I was shocked to see they were six and six. Well, yeah. well, uh, Dinwiddie is out for the year. And is Kyrie, he really? Yeah, he's out for the year. Uh, towards ACL. Oh. And it. Kyrie is uh out. So, you know, you you have not, they have not, in fairness, they haven't been at full strength. Can I give you some NBA conspiracy to think about? No. Dang it. So, uh, do it's, you have... It's fun. Get, please. I just got to get this off. Just one? Yeah. No. So, <laughs> let's... Uh, <laughs> go ahead. What, what you got? Be on the lookout for a Kyrie Westbrook trade. I'm leaving this here. May not happen, but when it does, come back. That's it. The two people who wanted to get away from each other in Houston are going to reunite in Brooklyn. KD is going to be the glue for them. You just watch. So KD is playing with his friend and says, you know what? The guy who I originally fell out with, I think I want that old thing back. But what did you say, Walker? They've matured since then. They're different players. I did not say that. They're different players. You I said that. Say, they're different. I, that's why I did say that. But that's not the same thing as they matured. I misspoke initially. Don't throw words in my mouth. They're different. And ask me to stand by them. They're different. You know, I don't think they're that different. But go ahead. That's it. Go that, off. That concludes my conspiracy NBA theory. I shouldn't have let you get that off, but whatever. You can edit it out. Yeah, you sure can, Walker. Let's let's go. I'm ready to go. Um, to wrap up my Dort topic, I am going to uh, serve up a grilled portion of crow. What do I mean by this, Walker? The national championship on this very podcast. Um, I got in my fearful feelings about my beloved Crimson Tide. And I will, I will also admit that I was super nervous about this game leading up to it. I even had some in-depth conversations with this Walker guy about how this game would turn out. And I accused him of jinxing us. It got very contentious. Can I be more specific? Um, throughout these past several weeks, I've been accused of rat poison. Okay. Yeah. So I was wrong. <laughs> I, I was it was never in question whether we'd win or not. I just predicted a much closer ball game. Well, I thought it was gonna be competitive, and it was for like a quarter and a half. Right. 
Shout out to Ohio State, man. They played a great game. I was disappointed to see their their tailback get hurt like first play of the game. I know, man. I wanted to see how we'd stack up against Sermon. And I I put this in my group me. There's 14 more points scored by Ohio, Ohio State if Sermon is on the field. They may not be by him. But what he does to that offense when he's when he's on, yeah, that's how much respect I have for Trey Sermon. Yeah, you 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 were saying you was having nightmares of him. Yeah, I was like, people are talking about Fields and all that. I had a respectful level of concern about Fields. I had an unhealthy level of concern about Trey Sermon. So you know me, Walker, how weird I am. So once I once once no, he gets, I didn't know that was a thing. Once he gets hurt, I'm like. Ooh, we may. And then when I see him go to the locker room, I'm like, oh, man, this dude is actually really hurt. I feel kind of bad. So anyway, um, so I just wanted to eat crow for my last uh, door topic. So I sent you a congratulations text and like y'all were up by like th- four scores. This is why I do this. And he 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 sends me back chill. This game is not over. <laughs> it's in the fourth quarter and there y'all are up four. Four scores. I'm a kick six survivor. The kick six gang was close throughout. Weird things happen. Throughout. Weird things happen. Throughout. Weird things happen. I think that was a one possession game, maybe almost the entire game. I think y'all may have been up maybe 14 on us at one point. Weird things. That was a one possession game. In a short amount of time. I'm different now. No, you're just paranoid. He's different, not mature. I'm humbled. A lot has happened. Thank you, Black. A lot has happened to Alabama in recent years that a lot of y'all want to forget about. Well, y'all won like seven champ. How many championships has he won? Now, eight. This is eight for him. Your topic, please. Has he passed? Uh, be- he's has he passed the bar? He passed bear. He did. But we're not here to talk about that. Of course we are. Of course we are. He passed the bar, right? He's won eight championships in how many years? That doesn't mean we haven't had catastrophic events happen along the way. First world problems, if you ask me. Um, shout outs. Walker, my shout out hits close to home, especially my tech heart. I'm shouting out Apple. Yes. No, Walker, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. I think Black knows where I'm going. You don't. Oh. No one knows where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this week, Apple announced the launching of the Racial Equity and Justice Initiative projects to challenge head-on systemic racism. So what Apple has done is they have partnered with several HBCUs in certain, certain different cities across the U.S. to bring training programs, development programs, economic advantage programs to impact or, or to uh, high risk areas. So what do I mean by this? Walker, they have played. Do you, do you remember? You remember, right? You know, we're in the light of the George Floyd uh, execution. There were a lot of people coming forward and saying, hey, I'm putting up 20 million for racial equity. I'm putting up 10 million in the name of fighting against racism. And I was very questionable about what that meant. Mm -hmm. Apple has put out there what that means for them. A hundred million dollar pledge includes an education hub for HBCUs 
and an Apple Developer Academy in Detroit. Apple also, and I, they didn't have many details on this, but they also announced an entrepreneurship program that will also be added to the city of Detroit to teach young people and people in need critical entrepreneurial skills. Walker, I'm shouting them out because what was that? He went off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm shouting them out because Apple not only put their money where their mouth was, they told us exactly what they were going to do with the money that they pledged. I think this is dope. My shout out goes to Yananda Pittman. Now, speaking of last week's events at our nation's capital, uh, where we saw um, some officers who appear to have been part of this this attack on the nation's capital. Um, There were even uh, photos of officers actually taking pictures with some of the people uh, on the inside. Um, So there was a lot of um, there was a lot of harsh criticism because of that. And as a result, the U.S. Capitol Police Chief Steve Sund he made an announcement that he was going to resign effective January 16th, which we're recording on a Friday. That's actually tomorrow. Well, it was announced this week that he was already gone. They already was like, well, no, you can pack your stuff and go. This is actually uglier than it. Then this is really ugly. You just don't need to be around. So he's actually removed. In steps, assistant chief, Yonanda Pittman, who now will be acting chief of the of the Capitol Police Department. Um, This makes her the first African-American female supervisor to obtain the rank of captain um, in that role. And she's also she's I believe she's also a graduate of an HBCU Morgan State. So want to shout her out for for reaching that. And, you know, I have high faith that that a black woman will get stuff done hopefully and shout out to Yonanda Pittman for for that position and make us proud please very dope sir who played themselves Walker mine's very very somber and I hate to say this yours out the way okay you're gonna end this out on on a much better note ah Walker, Daniel and Jessica Taylor of Sweet Home Wetumpka, Alabama. Keeping it local here, Walker. So David and Jessica get the brilliant idea to announce to people in their circle that their child recently received a cancer diagnosis. All right, this dates back, this dates back five, maybe six years ago, I believe. So without actually seeing an oncologist and getting a diagnosis report or or, or diagnosis, I just said cancer diagnosis, um, Daniel and Jessica were able to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in support of their child fighting cancer. OK, so fast forward to yesterday, Thursday. They were arrested and indicted 
not only on fraud charges, but also aggravated child abuse, dealing mostly with the mental impact that this had on, on that, that it had on this kid for the amount of years that they've been essentially putting this lie on this child. So you played yourself, Daniel and Jessica, by <laughs> taking something as serious as cancer that takes so many lives, that impacts so many families, and falsely putting this on the shoulders of your child. And who knows, maybe even maybe even forcing your kid to act a certain way to really, you know, showcase the cancer, if you will. I hate even saying it like that. So, Walker, they're facing, oh, excuse me, uh, this former assistant principal and elementary school teacher are facing at least 30 years in prison. Yikes. You idiots! This player of the week goes out to one Maya Ponsetto, 22-year-old woman who is known affectionately as Soho Karen by many people. So I, I don't have to go too much into this. That We've seen the video of her um, appear to just being hysterical, um, accusing the 14-year-old of stealing her phone. She can't find her phone. And on video, you can see it's a lot of yelling and screaming. The man asking her to step away from her son. She actually appears to have uh, assaulted him thinking that he has her phone the whole nine. Um, it goes viral. She ends up flying cross country back home to California and ends up doing a interview with CBS this morning with Gail King. And many of you have heard it already, but in case you haven't get roll it. And I, I consider myself to be super sweet. I really never, ever meant for it to like hurt him or his father. But at the end of the day, the dad did end up uh, like slamming me to the ground and uh, pulling my hair and th throwing me and dragging me across the ground. So I, I will say that. Basically, I'm... I'm a 22 year old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism uh, is, I, how is one girl accusing a guy about a phone a crime? You're, you're saying, look, I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I get it. Enough. The hotel enough. did have my phone. Okay. So, so, few things here you know I, i've i've been avoiding this story for like a whole week right because honestly i just usually the whole point of player of the week is people really play themselves and put themselves in a situation where they can really ruin themselves in their lives am i being am i being negative when i say or pessimistic rather when i say i don't think much is going to come of this oh no you're being factual you're being truthful actually i just don't think i just don't feel like much is going to come of this and i i, I feel I, I just feel like it's it's yeah i think you know some people just i don't know cat i just don't even know what to say but I feel like this is a teachable moment here. So I'll, I'll use sometimes I reserve player of the week for teachable moments, even if even if their their punishment 
is going to be relatively minor. Right. I would like to highlight some things here. Okay. Few things that just stood out to me that I thought was just asinine is a 22-year-old woman is wanted by police and does an interview with CBS in the morning. Like to me that 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 I, I, it, that's why I'm at a loss for words. I'm just like, where's your train? And you're there with your lawyer as well. You're wearing a hat that says daddy on it. <laughs> like it's messaging there, Walker. <laughs> like, like I, I just, I just, <laughs> it, it's, it's wild. It's wild. And, and a few things that, that stood out to me, this didn't sound this she didn't come off because she said I, I apologize da, 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 da. this didn't come off as someone who I, I didn't sense any regret by her actions number one it, it just came off as feel sorry for me it more it was more about you clearing pleading your case than it was what you had done and she doesn't see what's wrong for one another thing another thing that i saw that was just amazing to me a lack of accountability uh, you never took responsibility for your actions right you never took responsibility for your actions you proceeded to talk about how his father did something to you but that came after you assaulted his 14 year old child. Now, Gat, you know, you have kids, a stranger hysterically attacks your child. Are you just going to sit there and, and calmly ask her to to calm down and remove herself from your child? You're gonna, you're are you are you going to physically remove her off of your child? You're going to see a side of me that you don't, probably don't want to see. OK, so. What do you expect a parent who loves their child to do when a frantic, hysterical woman attacks his child? Right. Right. She doesn't see how it's a crime to accuse him of. of and again, this is where the, this is where the cognitive dissonance comes in with her is that you don't think it's racist. To accuse him of a crime. But in this interview, you says I'm just a 22 year old girl who accused a guy of stealing her phone who didn't have your phone by the way but now he's a guy right he's a 14 year old kid but you made him out to be a guy you basically switched roles now you're the damsel in distress little girl who just wanted her phone and he was this big old this, this guy a guy is an adult, right? That's right. what we refer to him, yeah. right? You don't refer to your kids as guys, right? <laughs> you right. refer to them as kids, Correct. right? Yeah. So now he's an adult. Do we see racially like what has happened to young kids who get charged as a mm. like? Do you understand? Do you understand what you are doing? How is that now? How is that not racist? But you don't care because once Gail pressed you on it, you had the audacity to shush her, basically. Uh, enough for you, enough for you so to me is this is this is she just came off as an entitled spoiled brat who just didn't want any accountability 
and just wanted things her way. She is now facing four felonies. Attempted robbery, endangering of endangering the welfare of a child, attempted grand larceny, and attempted assault. Now, I don't think all four of those felony charges are going to stick. One might. One might. The endangering the welfare of a child might. Uh, okay. That might stick. That might stick. Um, she might even she might get attempted assault. Who knows? But I just want to p- just point out here is that this is a some this is an individual who needs help, serious help, serious therapy. I don't know if she'll ever get it with an attitude like that going through life. You've gotten through pretty far acting like that. You're probably going to take another shot at it for another twenty years. Who knows? Um, it's just it's it's just. It's just not cool. And I, I, I'm just, I would be nice and, and call Khaled, but this this girl needs to learn a hard lesson from Ren. You idiots! I, I, I don't have words. Yeah. I, again, I tried to avoid that one, but. Because it, it, it was something that was going on. I know you knew about it. I'm sure you could assume that I knew about it, but yeah, there, there was a. It was weird. It didn't make it to my notes. It was, but yeah, yeah. I'm it, glad was, you did. It, it wasn't a lot of foolery this week, so I had to. I had to go back and grab it. Gotcha. So okay, respect. Yeah, that's all I got, man. You got anything else, Walker? I'm gonna tell you this, man. I learned a lot about just <laughs> how contracts work. <laughs> No, no, you're incompetent. Uh, I our opening discussion. I hope a lot of people listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one that I can't wait to go back and listen to because you did drop some knowledge. I'll give you that. Okay, I'll say it at the end when no one's listening. Ooh, we <laughs> goodness great! The looks I got. Did you see the looks on his face? Yes. <laughs> you look like I just like I stood on the desk and farted in your face. <laughs> I just I, I got to work on that. Like. Your opinions aren't always personally attacking or to me, but you take it like it. I know. I, I don't. I don't even understand we've it. We've got history, Walker. I have. And then healed. you proceeded to give me a Bible lesson, Tony Dungy. <laughs> <laughs> you proceeded to give me a Bible like I don't know those scriptures you're quoting. Straight up preaching. Right. It wasn't a lesson. It was. It was an attempt to help you understand my viewpoint. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Because I was hoping after sharing that you could understand where I was coming from. I knew where you was coming from before then. I didn't need the Bible. Okay. Throw it at me. We'll say that next time. I probably won't listen. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, guys, uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with at least one person you know who would also enjoy it. Also, you can follow us. Please, by the way, if you're streaming this, Please go ahead and subscribe and follow us on whatever streaming platform you are streaming this platform, this podcast on. Also, guys, we have a website that lists all of our social media content, YouTube page, which you can also like and subscribe as well. Get the website is uh, tippingpoint.com. That's T-H-A tippingpoint.com. Thank you, <laughs> sir. And with that, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we absent one from another. Go in peace. Have a successful and safe week and as always i'm caesar walker he's ronnie gatry we are the tipping point podcast thanks again for listening